Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the gang, the one you never asked to be a part of. You are listening to the Grief Gang podcast, the show dedicated to breaking down the topic of grief one conversation at a time with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. We went a bit MS uh, special there, didn't we? Hello, and welcome back to another week's episode. This week it is just me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. That's what I found out. Sorry. Um, and it's just me this week. <laughs> and I am talking about moving on now because I have moved out of of I say of the family home I've moved out of my dad's house and I now live with my boyfriend and it's unearthed a whole load of stuff um it's a short and sweet one as I'm just trying to you know keep these sometimes little pocket sized episodes for you that you can quickly pack into your week and it's just me kind of just sharing with you over the past couple of weeks well at the time of this recording it'd been like a week but um of what it's been like navigating through this milestone without my mum and navigating through what to me feels like possibly one of the biggest milestones um since she's died and what that's looked like and other weird stuff that's been unearthed and, and coming to the surface for me um and so i hope as you listen you feel resonated and that you potentially if you have been through a, a milestone like this or have been already yeah, as i say if you have been already if you have been through it you are going through it and you're all potentially thinking about gosh when i reach that milestone what's it going to be like i hope this episode brings you a little bit of comfort um a little laugh maybe i always i always uh, i always aim to try and give you a little giggle because that's clearly my coping mechanism isn't it just uh, just plaster the pain with the uh, humor <laughs> either way i'm gonna shut up now and you can get straight into the episode happy listening
Hello, 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 Grief Gang, and welcome back to this week's episode. This one's a little bit more, a little bit more like the old days, I think. I think we're taking it back, uh, taking it back old school, uh, like in the very early days of the podcast when, I mean, for one, when it was very much just more me rambling and kind of uh, getting off my chest a lot of things. And, um, I've spoken on, <laughs> I, I think I feel like I've said it a lot, like it's a lot of hot air of, it's going to be more episodes of just me, of just me talking and just, I think I definitely was struggling with a bit of imposter syndrome of, um, oh, well, nobody wants to just hear me and just my random thought processes and then people are like, no, we like that. I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So... I'm back with them and kind of I think for the foreseeable of this season it's going to be it's going to be a bit more just me and just well me and you the community as you um, so kindly always share whenever I put a call out for an episode that I want to do but um so for me to get back in the driving seat and for me to start talking about my grief <laughs> I mean, it's very contradictory, isn't it? That this is literally called the grief gang, and I'm not talking about my grief as much as I probably was. I don't want to say should be. I don't want to say should be, but was. But today, and so sorry if it sounds mega echoey. If um, you're watching, like a little snippet of this, you'll see I am in a very different background location. And it looks very bare, doesn't look sad. Look at that. Got TV unit, got that. Sofa is coming. It's all coming because me and my partner, we have moved out into our first home together. Um, We're renting for the next year and then we're going to aim to buy next year. Um, That, well, the market's fucked, isn't it? any UK listener and anyone who was thinking about getting on the property ladder this year you'll know but this isn't you know property ladder away in the sunshine podcast so we're not going to start talking about bloody property but that's where we're at and we've moved out me and my partner we have been together for nine years going on 10 years next year and we finally decided you know what I actually do like you and I think I might want to live with you So, yeah, we went out renting and it all happened, has happened for anybody, you know, who has uh, done this, all can happen quite quickly. And before you know it, you're getting the keys and you're packing up all your shit and you're moving in. And I think only now we've been here about a week. By the time this episode goes out, it'll probably be about three weeks that I would have been here. Um, but it's only really now at the time of this recording that, you know, kind of as we're making our mark on here and settling in, that is um, the grief. I knew it was coming. The undercurrent of the grief is kind of rearing its head to come and say, hello. And uh, it's not coming as a surprise. That's the part that I think I'm um, not going to say grateful for, but I'm aware of, I was aware it was going to happen. It's weird. It's mul- It's like got different layers to it. And I guess that's just really I'm going to talk about today. Just talk about today. Just talk about uh, what it's been like for me to be navigating through this milestone in my life. 
this for me feels like probably the biggest milestone like personally for me since she's died um and that's not to say that over the past six years I haven't experienced some amazing milestones that I have obviously longed for her to be here but as I kind of reflected I was like half of those milestones and the moment that I really wanted to be her to be here for was because that she died so for example think all these like incredible things that have happened with grief gang and of creating it and doing it have all come off the back of her dying so there's like there's a bittersweet layer layer to it and you know some people might be able to relate to that of getting opportunities or being in whatever it is but knowing that it wouldn't have happened or you wouldn't be have been put on a path that would have got you to that without your person dying you know like that kind of part of like your history like happening do you know what I mean like the butterfly effect and all that shit and so I think that's why like um they got those those milestones and those like celebrations or like really big things have always been um a bit tainted because of that element And this milestone, this wonderful thing, moving out with the love of my life into our first home is almost like the first thing, what feels like, I'm sure if I was to sit and recount and think about it, but right now very poignantly is like the first thing to happen in my life that is just like pure unadulterated joy. Like there's there's not something to be like, oh, but it's only happened because, I mean, well, it has only happened because she's died and we have like the money. But in terms of like, this is just joy. Like this is just a really amazing thing that me and my partner are very fortunate to be able to do and to live together and to start this next chapter of our life. And so this has been, I'm not going to say it's been tricky, you know, and ask me that maybe in like three weeks time. because it's been so chaotic and as we know in grief it's so so very easy to just get wrapped up in like chaos and even actually like ensue chaos or like busyness in your life so that you don't have to stop and pause and take stock and realize oh fuck this feels really shit without them here and whether I'm doing that consciously or subconsciously or life just genuinely is busy when moving into a, a, a new home a first time or a new home who knows catch me at Christmas time probably when I'm having a literal breakdown but yeah this was the first kind of time where I did and still am really really noticing her absence and it was probably the most the most like key moment that will probably stay with me for quite a long time was the the Friday we picked up, on a Friday we picked up the keys in the morning and was doing the numerous bloody Ikea trips. I fucking hate that place. I hate that place so much. And my partner, he literally like gets his kicks in there. Like it's, it makes me feel a bit physically ill. But when, when we get home and he's doing it, like, you know, I'm like, he's like a Labrador with it, adores that shit doing all of that come home (laughs) come home and all my family come over my dad my brother my sister-in-law and the kids and they're all just getting like knee deep into the flat pack unpacking like helping us move in as as families do 
and I was standing in like our kitchen like where I'm sat now I'm looking at it like it's to the left of me and I was sat there and I was looking at like this big empty space behind me um like all the cardboard and polyester and wrapping and just the kids running around like mad and just everyone getting allen keys and nails and hammers and screwdrivers and just like really getting stuck in and that was probably the first moment like of that day where just yeah her silence and her absence her silence yeah her, her absence was just totally deafening it's almost like i could have pictured her I could place her in the room but almost as like a silhouette and like a cutout and just like perfectly slotted her like I think in my brain I kind of was slotting her like in the seat next to my sister-in-law like bent down helping my brother with the tv unit like I was placing her like very quickly and so might sound like madness um into this room and I was just like, oh shit, yeah, she's uh, she's really not here, is she? That was, that. again, it wasn't tough. It was just a realisation. I think that's where I'm at right now, just the realisation of, oh God, Amber, you're, uh, you're growing up now, girl. And you're growing up like your mum. And you're not a kid anymore. You're not one, you're not like 19-year-old Amber who's just lost her mum anymore. You're now 25-year-old Amber who has still lost her mum, but life is moving forward and these things are happening for you and she's not here. It's a mind fuck, isn't it? And then there's all the things that you think about, like, there's all the things that you think about, like, as a kid or, like, as a young, you know, as you're growing up of kind of what you envision of a day like, and a time like this in your life would have looked like. So, like, all the decor shopping that my mum would do you know yeah just the decor shopping going to like home sense many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Going through all these shops and choosing your bedding and stuff like that. And, um... It's like, nah, I have to do it on my own or with my partner, but he doesn't really care, nor does he have taste, to be honest. <laughs> it's just, yeah, again, placing her. I can, I can, I, all I can do now is place her figuratively and imaginatively <laughs> in these experiences that I'm doing. And sometimes it's comforting, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I'm picking up the salt and pepper shakers and think, oh God, what she, you know. But then also like knowing I can't live in a constant place of what would mum do? I am my own being, I am my own person. 
and I have been or I've been learning to be for the last six years of my life. Jesus Christ, this is like therapy doing this, just sitting on my own and talking, like staring at myself into the camera. My God, I haven't done this for a hot minute. Maybe this is why I've been putting off doing this episode for a while because it's uh, the first time there's actually no agenda really on an episode. It's just me. (laughs) Me. (laughs) And you see what I'm doing now. I'm trying to cover up potentially the uncomfortability with humour. I'm really tearing myself a new arsehole here. Jesus. Doing all of these things that I envisioned that we would do as a pair and actually more as adults. And I think that is an element. And I was speaking with uh, Poppy from Poppy from the grief case about it a couple of weekends ago and just saying how I just so wish we had the chance to know each other as adults, um, not as it will all the dynamic would always have been obviously parent and child but I so wish we were able to know each other as parent and child but both as adults like I am now so able to see my mum more than outside of her role of just mum I now see her as her role of wife of sister of friend of just individuality and I can understand now a lot more of like the decisions that she made in life though at a younger age probably definitely did not agree with them at all um and definitely gave her a hard time for it and now coming as an adult and though not walking some of those same paths that she has but knowing how just how complex like love can be marriage can be career can be having children like can be um I'm able to come, I'm able to meet her where she's at and kind of give her grace. And it's so, it's annoying not being able to unpack that with her and having to, to, you know, try and seek the best of my ability, those questions from other people who were either partially part of that, you know, these experiences with her or knew bits about it. Like, you know, you just want to go straight to the source. (laughs) can't be asked for this other fucking people just want to go straight to the source and go wait mum for example the other day I saw this stunning tiktok of this girl who got married and she got married in a white suit and I was like that's me like but I was like oh no people again just for some reason giving a flying fuck about what people would say on my wedding day you know I think oh, I'd really love to wear a suit and then I remembered hang on my mum wore a suit on her wedding day but I was adamant it was like a blue one I don't know why I'd seen blue somewhere in a picture and so like I messaged my dad and I was like did mum wear a suit on your wedding day was it blue and he was like no it wasn't blue you weirdo it was white (laughs) and I was like I was like, okay, that's that's where I've got it from. And I was like, I have to find this suit. And then I'm like trying to locate where this suit could be. It's even the family house loft. I just don't know. I just, I just need to locate this suit. But it was times like that. I just wanted to ask her, where is your suit? Um, you know, what what kind of fit was it? You know, just all these questions. And it's just annoying have to go around the houses. But anyway, there's another weird element of of mo- of moving out. And again, circling back to what I was just saying about coming as a becoming an adult and being a adult or becoming I've been an adult I've been there for a while that no one grown up um, <laughs> I'm not right I'm not okay I'm okay of yeah just growing up in it growing up and uh learning how complex 
love and union can be and stuff like that and I've probably mentioned here on the podcast on social media on the platforms of the relationship of my parents was um very toxic and there was not a lot of uh loyalty and yeah her heart was broken her heart was broken evidently for having a husband who wasn't loyal and it was probably a good couple of nights ago again a good couple of weeks ago now at the time of this recording released um I was in I was in our bedroom and like it was I think it was a Sunday and it was like the perfect Sunday like chilled sat on the sofa just like looking around being like oh look us we live together and being all like giddy like like pair of teenagers and then I went and like was hanging up my clothes I brought over um into the wardrobe as I was as I was doing this I had I had the old Alexa playing but not gonna say that too loud because she actually she honestly hears me whisper and she's like yes I'm like darling no um and I put on I was like oh play Luther Vandross is like best clip you know classics because just why would you not have Luther Vandross on a Sunday and um it's playing she's going for hours she's going for hours because obviously he's got one hunter classics and I'm in the bedroom on my own Joe's here in the living room and um Luther Vandross a house is not a home comes on and Luther Vandross is as an artist for one is just like really like I say special or just like quite poignant in that in our I guess in our life really sounds really weird to say um mum loves Luther Vandross so much so she literally well it, you know what I don't know if it's clarified or not dad always says he thinks it is she used to argue not but my brother's middle name is Luther and like there's there's no family member Luther like Luther's like the devil to so like I'm a Christian so it was like so I think we, we can only pin it down to it being because she loved Luther Vandross so yeah he's um a little never too much never too much kind of baby and anyway yeah a house is not a home comes on 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 the shuffle and it kind of just stopped me in my tracks because it's one of them songs as many people will know like or you yourself will resonate of you have them songs right that some days you'll be like absolutely fine to potentially even like singing and dancing around your kitchen having a great time and then it will just catch you on a different day and it will just evoke and bring up a different emotion and you're just absolutely floored by it and this day was like 50 50 like and it's a long song anyone knows it's a long long song and um for about three quarters of it I was fine and then I was just carrying on carrying hanging up my clothes hanging up my clothes and then um I just had a little cry had a little cry as I was hanging up my bits and just the thought that came to me was I felt like this I'm not going to say guilt but I felt like this this overwhelming feeling of I so wish she got to experience something like this again and I kind of sat on the bed for a minute and just like staring into the mirror at myself just like obviously my boyfriend what he probably thought I was like high or some shit taking an edible and um I was just thinking I was like oh that's where my brain's taking me today and what I'm feeling I just thought with everything that happened between her and dad, I don't know, I just, and being now in this home and getting to do this part of my life with my partner, I thought I really started longing for her and the experiences that she had been stripped of and that she didn't get to experience being loved again. Um, 
and loved properly again and rightfully how she wanted to be loved. Um, and it was kind of stripped from her. And that was what really, really got me. I kind of sat there and had a real, not a sob, but just like a real took five and just thought, I almost, I almost felt apologetic. I almost felt apologetic towards her. Not of like, oh, I'm sorry, I get to have this and you don't, but just like, I'm so sorry you didn't get to, I'm so sorry you didn't get to love again type thing. And that was, that kind of stuck with me for a few days. Like just thinking, I was thinking, why on earth did that come to me? And I'd not really seen or heard of many people speaking about it. Well, that kind of element, I guess it's very, very niche of having a, a divorced parent and then the parent dying and feeling, I don't know. I, but the things are, I say that, but I am, I am truth that, um, especially with grief gang of starting this whole thing of realizing, oh no, there's nobody that is going to have a related experience like that. Like, that's very niche as I literally just said that, but I would be interested to know if anybody's had that experience of, yeah, having, having a parent die or uh, I don't even want to pigeonhole it just to parents of just like having somebody die in your life who who didn't get to experience now something that you are and you wish like they could have like another go at it too does that make sense does that make sense either way if you've listened to this do drop me a dm do drop me a dm or an email I'd love to know and just unpack that with you and just am I going down like a weird rabbit hole and I was like no but yeah, that was where my little wardrobe, um, <laughs> wardrobe experience took me that night. And it's um, as I kind of sit here now and kind of look around this space and think about how am I gonna one make it a home? I think that's the part that I will most definitely be channeling her through in of how to make this you know this this what was a vessel and just a shell like a home and like how she did and how she made our our house a home and so homely and so loved and so lived in and welcoming and warm and like like that's the part I want to channel my inner Sue in my my inner mum in me um because she did that part so so well and I think other ways I'm going to really try to channel her is obviously well not channel her but you know honor her here in this house to bring comfort to me definitely photos someone literally messaged me on the day I put up the post about uh moving out there like get a gorgeous photo of your mum up and I was like absolutely and I'm totally going to put it on my bar <laughs> literally looking at it now Jesus Christ at five o'clock yeah and through music that's one thing that I realized um being here nearly every day when I get up honestly I'm like Alexa I'm gonna go and whispering Alexa um she's so sensitive honestly I'm always like play this play that like I love I love background music again probably something psychological of don't ever want to be with my own thoughts but hey and um and I and then I kind of remember I was remembering back as I was kind of like thinking about doing this episode and thinking about what home life was like with mum and that was exactly what it was with her every time she'd get home from work it would be straight on the radio straight like cooking dinner and then having a little boogie like grabbing the dog's legs and like having a little dance with him like music just flowed through our house um it was never quiet both via music and people um we were a very loud household and kind of that's the environment that I feel most connected to her uh, um, in the chaos. <laughs> I 
I feel most connected with my mum in the chaos, I guess you could say, in a weird way, through the loudness, through music, through joy, through dance. Um, so I'm going to incorporate that into my everyday life here as me and my partner embark on this. So exciting. I, I, I don't know if I'm maybe making this sound like really abysmal and like really like, oh, you're cheery. I am. I'm I'm so happy. I'm. It's almost like overwhelmingly happy of being able to, yes, do something like this with my partner and this is the part of the rest of our lives. And then it's just the part of the rest of our lives that it doesn't have a, a really key part, person to it, who I'd always envisioned would be part of it. And as with grief, as you think you've always got a wrap on this shit, it doesn't, it always, or you think you've dealt with like one level of it and then you're like level up and it's like, you know, you're going to meet Bowser if we're doing like Mario Kart type shit. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you think you meet Bowser and you think that's it, ultimate level, completed it, done, like whatever that looks like. For me, like I probably think my Bowser would be like, oh my God, that's such, that could be such a good episode. What's your Bowser? <laughs> I think mine would be like 10 years, but then I'll get to my Bowser and be like, survived it. And I think, yeah not completed my grief because I don't believe in that but be like yeah that was like the toughest part and it'll be like no here's your other Bowser I'm like oh for fuck's sake um but yeah I'm gonna wrap up here because this is meant to be basically like a little mini episode nothing really too structural to it just a little chin wag but yeah I just wanted to send love to anybody who is going through a milestone like this I think I'll probably do on like more milestone episodes and just just touch base in it so I hope my through my rambling today and through my just potentially oversharing you maybe feel resonated to or I've left you with something to think about or just even if you even if you've already been through this and you you've gone through this milestone and you're listening back and reflecting on your own journey hopefully that's some of the things that I've said have also resonated and let you know that yeah you're not you're not insane or um what you're feeling is it not normal that you're not alone in it um because like I was saying earlier I really said oh I wonder if I'm the only one I know I'm not because there's there's so many people who've lost people and there's no in the the most it's this brutal there's no individuality kind of sometimes in these experiences like there are a lot what I'm saying is there's always somebody who would be able to say yeah I have uh, felt that feeling I've, I've been there with you so that's a peaceful and also heartbreaking thing to uh, know, isn't it, really? But I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for joining me this week and for all of your lovely, lovely messages um, regarding me and my partner moving out. It was really, really heartwarming and just so kind and genuine and just sweet and really lifted my little heart when it was a little bit, little bit flagging a bit on that day. So lots of love and see you next week. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm -hmm. 